It's time to be all that you can be in 23, starting with a cold plunge to get a natural boost in energy. Focus, discipline, and resilience. The plunge can provide you with all that brilliance. This is the ultimate home cold water therapy experience. A sleek, slick, custom-designed unit that gives you ready access to a cold bath of clean, filtered, circulating water that you can set to your desired temperature. Don't fool around lugging bags of ice from the supermarket for once-in-a-while action. Get the plunge so you will actually stick with your protocol and enjoy it. Visit at thecoldplunge.com to learn all about this sensational product and the benefits of therapeutic cold water exposure. They'll deliver a plunge to your home for free, and then you have easy, simple setup, regular plug-in, and you're off and running. I set mine to 39. I don't spend a lot of time, but the experience is prime, and I'm focused and energized for a fantastic day and more resilient against all other forms of stress in life. Take the plunge, people, and also check out their new Rebounder mini trampoline to pair with plunging and optimize lymphatic function. It's all at thecoldplunge.com, and you can't lose with their generous 30-day money-back guarantee and special discount for BRAD podcast listeners using the code BRAD, thecoldplunge.com. Thanks for listening to the Get Over Yourself podcast, brought to you by... Carol Fit Stationary Bike Program 8-Minute Workouts to Get Super Fit Perfect Keto The Cleanest Highest Potency Ketone Supplements MOFO Male Optimization Formula with Organs to Boost Testosterone Let's Get Checked At Home Testing Kits Try LGC.com Almost Heaven Beautiful Compact Home Use Sauna Kits Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece, the mind-blowing nut butter blend. And check out bradkearns.com slash shop my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance. And here we go with the show. Fasting is a, is a hard thing to sell a product around. So anything you read about fasting, you know it's the truth. Because no one's trying to sell you anything. Because literally you eat nothing. So it's hard for somebody to have a marketing budget behind that. But let's give everybody a, a little brief on oxalates. Like, the way an animal keeps you from eating it is it runs away, or at least it tries. And then the way a plant keeps you from eating it is it gives you a mild toxin, so at some point you're like, I'm sick of eating this, and you go away. What do we really want when we exercise? We want to change our bodies. We want to make the human body a more powerful, more efficient, more disease-free machine. Hey listeners, get ready for a very interesting and intriguing show with Dr. John Jakewish. He is the inventor of the recent fitness sensation called the X3 Bar. He also invented the globally popular OsteoStrong training device that's been helping to fight osteoporosis for many years. This guy is out there on the cutting edge of inventing incredible medical and fitness training devices, thinking freely 
friendly and outside the box. So you are going to hear from a very hard-hitting, straight-shooting, and fearless free-thinking fitness leader who is not afraid to call BS and challenge many of our basic notions and long-held beliefs about how to pursue fitness goals. So we'll talk a little bit about his amazing X3 bar, which is revolutionizing uh, strength training because it allows you to work the range of motion with the highest power output with the maximum resistance, which is the exact opposite of lifting a heavy bar. To get the heavy bar off your chest, that's the hardest part because that's your uh, least power output. And then when you're at the top of the lift is when you have your highest power output. So uh, by using a heavy, heavy elastic strap that requires more and more force to stretch, it allows you to work much harder in a much shorter uh, duration workout. And let me tell you, I like stuff like that because I want to get in there, work hard and get it done and do the stuff that I really have fun with, like sprinting and high jumping and uh, playing sports. So if you're not inclined to want to spend hours in the gym working those muscles and lifting the heavy weights, oh my gosh, this kind of innovation is really exciting to learn about. And I'm telling you, this guy is going to blow your mind because he has an amazing propensity to look at things differently, think freely, uh, think outside the box, and innovate and second guess and progress uh, the fitness culture accordingly. Uh, get a load of his dietary strategy. He eats once every 48 hours with a full-on carnivore feast. So he's in this tight, closed-loop system, maintaining his amazingly muscular physique. He comes in at six foot and 240 with single-digit body fat, and he's only training for 10 minutes a day to build this massive physique and extremely healthy with all the fasting benefits that you get. Uh, so this is going to be a wide-ranging show with a lot of amazing insights that will definitely get you to think twice about the basic notions of diet and fitness and getting big and recovering, all kinds of fun stuff. Check out his new book too. It's called Weight Training is a Waste of Time. Of course, wouldn't you know it, a title like that from a free-thinking guy like Dr. John, and it's already a sensation on Amazon, uh, became a bestseller as soon as it came out here in late summer 2020. So Dr. John Jakewish, inventor of the X3 bar, author of Weight Training is a Waste of Time. Dr. John Jakewish, I am here at You're X3 here? World Headquarters. That's right. Such a pleasure to, to join you in your super high-tech studio, Thanks. Uh, especially with the lighting. I think we look particularly good with this professional lighting. Um, it's amazing that we don't even have makeup, but we look, we look it, super sharp. Well, we're, we're just handsome guys. Like, that too. You know, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strong starting point. Yeah, and uh, I got all kinds of fun stuff to talk to you about. Okay. Your videos are fantastic on YouTube. You're a straight Thank shooter. You. you hit those Q&As hard. And you, you call out the BS in the fitness industry. That's right. Of which a lot of it. Of which there easy. is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Almost everything. Uh, well, um, that's a strong statement, but if you start breaking it down and some of those sound bites I got from you, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of the big picture stuff like cardio for fat loss, like, yeah, that's just like, I could, I could write a book about that. I mean, the, the section like, you know, 30 days, my, my book comes out, uh, Henry's co-author on that. Yeah. Uh, what's the and, title? And it's called weightlifting is a waste of time. Uh, and then the subtitle is, and so is cardio. There's a better way to get the body warm. Mm -hmm. uh, Besides yeah. that, have fun in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so 
so many things are just just gross misinterpretations of research like like just the the simplification of looking at calories like is counting calories good or bad i could write a book about just that question right there like well like calories matter uh macronutrients also matter micronutrients matter a lot less than we've been told uh but like a calories unit of energy meant to drive the processes in our body is like looking at calories like you're putting fuel in a car a car is a very simple machine it's also not alive so that's a very overly simplified way and overly simplified is a term that's a nice way of saying wrong <laughs> so it's wrong like you just can't look at the body like calories are fuel okay a lot of things can be fuel uh you know your skin can be fuel you can metabolize your own skin uh like i have i have a huge scar on on this shoulder from a, a branding uh my fraternity mm. it was an honor you know you, you get you get elected president you get the brand uh-huh. uh so uh yeah i didn't regret it it was cool but this thing since i've been doing uh so i eat one meal every 48 hours uh-huh. since i started doing that fasting i go into long periods of autophagy mm-hmm. the scar is actually eating itself from the inside so it's like for 20 years it had been there yeah that's you know when i was president of turning 20 years ago is that right yeah about uh and then a little less than that and then uh it's been the same ever since it healed up in the fraternity house and then all of a sudden it's like disappearing to the point wow. where i can be in the swimming pool and somebody doesn't even see it and before it had a thick yeah. scar raised off of my skin you know like a quarter millimeter like you'd see it like there's a shadow underneath it so they're going to have to get you again is i guess you got to go back to the reunion yeah branded, well i'd like to see or them not. try <laughs> yeah, I, I won't want it a second time. I got it once already. It's cool. So uh, this this one meal every 48 hours uh, at the level that you're burning calories and building muscle and preserving mm-hmm. muscle. That's that's a fascinating uh strategy. How, yeah. How did you come to that? That's that's out there, man. Uh so it has to do with looking at what happens during fasting. There's a lot of myths around fasting and fasting is a is a hard thing to sell a product around so anything you read about fasting you know it's the truth cuz no one's trying to sell you anything cuz literally you eat nothing so it's hard for somebody to have a marketing budget behind that uh but it uh you know like i i though i have seen fasting mimicking Right, with the powder are, included right yeah, yeah right right like bars and stuff and it mimics fasting it's like no it doesn't like that's stupid uh yeah so when you're fasting you're you're not consuming any calories there there's a caveat to that there's a 50 calorie yeah, same same thing. with the, the misappropriation of the term is is hilarious because you, oh, you yeah. know I, i'm on a i'm on a brown rice fast i'm on a coffee fast i'm on a juice fast right well that's an oxymoron right yeah Yeah. Yeah. Well, coffee has no calories. So, 
Well, I guess you, you know, could be on a right. I'm on yeah, a. Uh, that's uh, you know the idea. Dog is walking fast or something. Abs- <laughs> absence of calories. Or, right. And so uh, you're you're at once every 48 hours. Is that's that's your caloric consumption. Yeah. And then when it's time to eat, man. I, I maybe, want, maybe we want to be invited over for that, huh? Yeah, uh, sometimes the chefs come out and watch the guy eat everything he ordered because they can't believe he can. <laughs> so, like, yeah, when I go to, like, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, I mm. get the uh, the 40-ounce porterhouse. They have with, that hidden uh, off the menu? It, well, what? they call it the porterhouse for two, but I uh-huh, ate it by myself. Uh-huh. And, then, uh, and, then, and then I get two orders of uh, shrimp uh-huh. on top of that. So, you know, like probably like eight ounces of shrimp or yeah. Yeah, maybe six ounces of shrimp and then 40 ounces of uh, porterhouse. And you're also in a highly carnivore, carnivore-ish where you're not eating many carbs even at these feasts. So I, I think even though I've tried to explain this very carefully, my words get misinterpreted because it's like the news. People want to watch the news that tells them that they're right. Not the truth. They want very little to do with the truth. So I, I, uh, and I can just tell, you know, by like, I hear something from one of my friends and I'm like, I'm guessing you heard that on CNN because there's no accuracy to that at all. Like that's just a Google search. Like, yeah, can disprove that. Like, you know, but it's like they want to watch, you know, what makes them feel better. Yeah. So, um, and people want nutrition, which makes them feel better. In fact, if you look at keywords that pop up on Google, it, you know, it's like diet where I can eat anything I want. <laughs> that's like, that's like one of the top phrase. things. Like you don't have to type very much <laughs> of that. And bang, the whole sentence like shows up. <laughs> right. And it's like they, they want to figure out how they can do everything they did to get really fat yet somehow get the opposite result, which is... Have cake and eat it, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Have cake and eat yeah. it, too. Right. So this feast is... Uh, what, what's the composition? Is it meat-oriented? No, oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, I pretty so much don't eat anything. You're, you're a, carb, a carb-free human. So c- carbohydrates have two purposes. Uh, well, I should say three purposes. <laughs> Uh, cause I'm sitting next to an endurance athlete, um, former endurance athlete. Thank you. After I listened to Dr. John. That's right. That's right. You're, you're doing much better well, now. You're, you're, you're one minor that got me was, uh, you know, cardio burns up muscle yeah. and preserves fat or right. causes you to store fat. Right. And we, we never like, thought about just it in those terms. Go, you're right. Like yeah. cardio, you're just, it's the uphill battle. Yeah. It's, it's, that's called aging. You want to call it. You know, a, a related term. Yeah, the essence of but, aging is, you know, yeah, well, losing muscle I, mass. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it, yeah, it accelerates aging. That, that's I've seen that. <laughs> oh, I've seen sure. that documented where yeah. it's like I had like no wrinkles looks... before my before my career started, and no gray hair either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, there's a guy in the in the fitness industry. His name's Fred Seabright. He's a handsome chap. He has the same haircut, and he's uh, I think he just retired. Uh, and he worked for, oh, I want to say, I shouldn't say who he worked for because I might screw this up. But uh, um, he, great guy. And I would I would uh, stand up on stage. I'd bring him up on stage and I'd say, this is Fred. Fred's my twin brother. 
course, he looks a lot older than me. I'm like, he got married. That's how all this shit happened. <laughs> so, you know, keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the, um, I distracted myself. What the hell were we talking about? I'm, I'm still curious how you came to this, this oh, eating pattern. Carbohydrates, yes. Yeah. So there's three, three things carbohydrates can do for you. And I have a very different approach and view of type 2 diabetes. Uh, and it's based on an observation of bears, uh, like brown bears, black bears, grizzly bears. Uh, so a bear will give itself type 2 diabetes every year. Chowing those berries? That's right. They yeah. only eat the berries at the end. Berries. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> at the end of the summer. Right. Right before the winter, like the right. fall, fall time, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so they, they give, like, now, of course, that's when carbohydrates show up. So they'd probably eat it all year long, except the problem is when they give themselves type 2 di diabetes, it's a mode your body goes into to get you as fat as possible. Mm -hmm. I don't believe type 2 diabetes is a dysfunction of the human body i believe it's a function mm. of the human body because in nature carbohydrates most places in the world only show up for a couple weeks mm -hmm. right at the end of the fall before it starts to get really cold so getting as fat as possible is a survival mechanism because bears hibernate so they don't have a choice they're not going to eat anything because they're just sitting in a hole so that's part of it the other part of it is the more adipose tissue you have, the better chance of surviving the cold mm -hmm. you have. So it it's not like, like type 2 diabetes is not is not a disease. I mean, right. From it's my a, perspective. Human evolutionary advantage. Right. It's Huge. something you can trigger right. so that you can get as fat as possible because you want to get as fat as possible to survive the winter. Now, we don't live like that anymore. We have like buildings and air conditioning. What well, winter, yeah. Right, we don't, right. Yeah, and also we live in California. And I mean, you know, other than the terrible taxes, weather's pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, we don't have to necessarily worry about freezing to death. Uh, but when you look at the bear model, now animal models, you don't want to look at an animal model and say, that's what we should eat because we're not any animal other than human. But it's a great example. And you also know that animals aren't screwing up their own studies like people are by like lying about what they <laughs> ate and drank, which people notoriously do uh, because they want, to, they want to believe that they are doing something that they might not exactly be doing. So, you know, survey-based studies is like, all right, well maybe uh but animals like you know a bear didn't go out drinking every night right you know a bear didn't order pizza instead of hunting deer because they just don't do that i mean at least i've never seen right. one so so there's that's really the main purpose of carbohydrates it's to get you fat and right it's yeah. to get you fat now there's two exceptions to that when you do really extensive endurance. Mm -hmm. You gotta have immediate fuel because you've burned up all your muscle glycogen. And how how quick did you burn up your your uh, your glycogen? Takes hours. Yeah, hours. Yeah. And then if you want to keep going. You 
You yeah, need some sugar. You need some sugar, right? Yeah. This show is sponsored right. by the. No, right. it's not. Sorry. No. But you get your gel or your drink. Yeah, and you keep yeah. Going. Your gel pack or yeah. whatever, and it's basically like a liquid candy bar. Yeah. And then you can keep going because your body can metabolize that. But you're basically limping along at that point. Like that's, I, I, now all sports have a tendency to at the most extreme degree, cast health aside for sake of the victory. You know, sure. how, yeah, how many how many football players sacrifice their joints yeah. so they can play, you know, one more season? All of them? Yeah. If, <laughs> right. if, if I don't, right. uh, then I'm the other guy will. and some right. other guy will. Yeah, the same, guy with, will. same with endurance. Right. I'm going to go right. go a little more further on the bike than, than the right. next guy and burn up your hormones and everything else. Right. So that was the other purpose for carbs is to fuel uh, contribute to the fueling of extreme endurance mm -hmm. and uh did you and say there was three purposes th the third purpose i would say is hydrating mm. like you you can hydrate with sodium mm -hmm. like sodium's a lot of different places and we we do get plenty of it and you cramp if you don't have mm -hmm. mostly sodium though there are other electrolytes um but if you want to hydrate a muscle, you can hydrate it like after you deplete glycogen. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually have a slight acceleration of growth. Mm -hmm. So like there's a protocol that's in the book where I talk about um, using vasodilator like an hour before mm -hmm. a workout and then doing your workout and then having a very limited amount of carbohydrates is calculated based on your body weight. And then you can have more blood flow into the muscle, which delivers more nutrients and you mm -hmm. have a, a little bit more growth. Hey man, how's your sexual function? Oh, uncomfortable talking about it? Look, we talk about our injured knees, our belly fat, so it's time to get focused on function. I want to tell you about Gainswave. This is a cutting-edge protocol where a handheld device sends low-intensity shock waves into your penile blood vessels to stimulate a healing response and promote increased blood circulation and the growth of new blood vessels. A skilled practitioner puts the Gainswave magic wand onto your magic wand, and after a series of 6 to 12 very brief treatments, which are painless but extremely effective, you get real results. Gainswave reports an 80% success rate. Now, we know that popping pills is a popular penile protocol, but when you're working with clogged pipes, you just get a temporary Band-Aid effect when you take prescription drugs. Gainswave addresses the cause of age-related decline by stimulating growth factors and activating dormant stem cells. Translation, stronger, harder, more sustainable erections. I learned about Gainswave from my podcast guest, Dr. Judson Brandeis at the Brandeis MD Clinic in Northern California, and there's a robust network of Gainswave providers that you can find on their website near you. Complete a series of treatments, and the beneficial effects will last for a long time, especially if you eat and exercise well to promote overall vascular health. 
It's a tune-up for your equipment. And while it's great for ED, Gaines Wave is for any man that wants to combat the effects of aging and get a little boost for your A-game. So please visit GainesWave.com Brad. That's G-A-I-N-S-W-A-V-E dot com slash B-R-A-D to find a practitioner in your area. And you can take advantage of my special promotion. Buy six treatments and get one free. You have nothing to lose and lots to gain from gainswave.com slash Brad. Okay, so raise your hand out there if you uh, ascribe to any of those three. Not many people No, most people just eat carbohydrates because they have no self-control. Or Uh they have self-control of a child. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I I see the addiction like everywhere. The foods are engineered to be addictive. So it's not like, I'm not saying the average person is just a loser. I'm saying the average person got sucked into the addictive food pattern and doesn't want to believe that they should break it. Right. I mean, what would you say to the the huge plant-based advocate who thinks that blueberries, broccoli, kale leaves are essential to human health? Uh, I'd say prove it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd say yeah. show me show me the micronutrients that you're taking in and why you need those. Yeah, I mean, because now there's no proof to any of that. It's getting it's getting disproven now with the the carnivore movement. I think very yeah. effectively. Very effectively, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Casey Means used this term uh, redundant pathways. Uh, mm-hmm. Saladino says the same thing, where mm-hmm. um, you do get an antioxidant response from consuming the broccoli. It's highly validated, and isn't that great? But you also get the same from jumping into cold water and getting that hormetic stressor. Or Or fasting. I got a slightly different perspective. You only need antioxidants if you're oxidizing. (laughs) So because the carnivore diet is is anti-inflammatory, there's no inflammatories, and there's no oxalates. So you take in oxalates with vegetables, which give you inflammation. And then... You got to go all over the world to get your antioxidants, right? It's yeah. like you're taking the poison in the antidote. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, I'm being sarcastic. I mean, hopefully you, you're just, following this, listener, because yeah. the, the plants have natural toxins. This is yeah. also undisputed. This is not just Dr. John popping off, right? Uh, so <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> you get kind of a uh, you get benefits, but you also have some. Um, right. There's there's a um, a stressor aspect to it. And right. you know we've always been we've been socialized to envision the blueberry as the antioxidant powerhouse of the diet. Right. Uh, but it's because it's stimulating a defensive response. Right. And, and other the, vegetables are yeah. have like every plant has oxalates. Basically, let's give everybody a a little brief on on oxalates. Like the way an animal keeps you from eating it is it runs away, or at least it tries. Uh, and then the way a plant keeps you from eating it is it gives you a mild toxin. So at some point you're like, I'm sick of eating this uh-huh. and you go away. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and this is true of animals. Now they, they have higher tolerances for oxalates, but, uh, if you can engineer food so that it's has less oxalates, the animals have less inflammation too. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like a herbivore has got tolerance to oxalates that's through the roof, whereas we do not. Uh-huh. Which I think does help indicate 
that we're much better with uh, much more animal protein. And, and, and also the, the tragedy of the plant-based diet, like the Western diet is already 70% plant-based mm -hmm. because bread is plant-based. Mm -hmm. A lot of candy bars are plant-based. Concentrated calories. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's chocolate? That's plant-based. Yeah. So the reason you hear so much about the benefits of plant-based nutrition is because there's some studies on it that were funded by Nabisco. Now, why does every, why does Nabisco want everybody to be a vegan? It's because Nabisco knows that vegans don't eat blueberries and kale most of the time. Most of the time, they're just inhaling, you know, like Grain candy bars and crap. And, yeah. 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 It's like Triscuits and cookies yeah. and, yeah. and uh, it's like, oh, it's vegan. Like, like I know a couple of vegans that will go through a sleeve of Oreos in five minutes, and they're like, "It's vegan, right?" Yeah, and I, you know, like Oreo cookies, like that—that's like that and obesity go like hand in hand. Like, what do you? What do you it's just sugar. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But that's what they think. So, so probably not the listeners of your podcast fall into that category. But I'm blown away when well, I see vegans yeah. just. Like Oreo cookies, they're amazing. Yeah, they're yeah, amazingly. We, we all tiptoe and, and dance in these in these areas. I mean, no one's perfect, and especially the the average person doesn't have time to live and breathe this stuff all the time. Yep. But in your case, you know, you're a um, you're you're a thought leader, right? And so you've you've um, you've stumbled upon this forty eight hour pattern. Mm -hmm. I assume that you feel like this is giving you the maximum health benefits, inflammation control, even performance, because you're super concerned about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, how'd you come everything. On the forty-eight hours. Of uh, I, I did some trial and error, and I looked at where like the benefits of fasting kind of maximize, and then started to drop off a little bit. Uh, so like the the growth hormone goes up at like thirty-six hours, really mm. high, like two thousand percent increase, mm. and then begins to drop off after uh -huh. that, kind of level out. There's sort of a general question I have where I'd really like to talk to some nutrition experts. And the problem is most nutrition experts I know, they have far more questions than answers that uh -huh. they can't get answered. So, I mean, I don't blame, it's a, it's a hard industry because, you know, like epidemiology is like one of the lowest forms of, of research, mm. you know, surveys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But because you can't, take a group of people and put them in a cage and feed them exactly what you want, you know. We've done that a few times with Dr. Cahill and the the, the starvation experiments that date yeah. back to the 60s and we'll they provide back, valuable right. data. Yeah, back, that's all we got though. Yeah. Yeah, like we have some very old research on that kind of thing where like people had to be like basically imprisoned. And so now we have Dr. Could, John doing it for you in real time, 2020, baby. Yeah, right. Once every two days, a feast or famine pattern. Right, right. What about the exercise? How does that layer in? I mean, you feel great and have level energy for, for 40, 47 hours after your meal must take an hour to eat. So oh, yeah, got, it takes an hour to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think last, like last night I went to a steakhouse. I had... I go, watch out. Here I he comes. Four He's pulling up. Yeah, I, had four, I ordered four We can hear his car ways. coming a block away. No kidding. Yeah. And, they, and then they, they roll out the table for you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I had four steaks. Four steaks. Uh, and some sh some shrimp also. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the alternate source of 
Um, did I have four? No, I had four steaks, and then I had an appetizer, which was also steak. Uh, it was just cut with, um, I want to say, some watercrest uh -huh. sauce, which is kind of nothing. Yeah. But it's got yeah. a good taste to it. Yeah. Um, so then you wake up the next day and the next day and you're doing your, you're doing your thing. You're yeah. I work out as normal, just fasted. All right. I worked out this morning. Yeah. yeah and let's, let's talk about your, your workout oh, regimen. Yeah. It's very simple. Very simple. I use the X3 for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Sets, yeah. Uh, f five, six days a week. What do you do? Six days a week. Yeah. So you do four sets. Yeah. So like. If those familiar with the device have the, the workout one and the workout two, incredibly simple. Right. And the whole thing takes 10 minutes. It, it takes me a little bit longer because the larger a muscle becomes, mm. the more blood it needs yeah. to, to function correctly. Okay. So this is so part 10 minutes of, for me. This, here, here, let me throw another... Uh, 15 uh, for right. the doc. Let me, uh, let, me, let me give another myth of the fitness industry, huh. you, you hear uh, uh, guys who are really all about cardio saying, oh, strength athletes, you know, they have no endurance, uh -huh. so they have, they have bad hearts, they're all gonna die of a heart attack. You hear that all the time, uh -huh. and it's total BS. In fact, the strength athlete, like re there is research that supports this statement, uh, the strength athlete might actually have a healthier uh -huh. cardiovascular system. But the illusion of poor endurance comes from large musculature because like i run up a flight of stairs uh -huh. and like blood is pumping right. into my glutes into my calves and into my quads which are tremendous they're right. huge right and so because those muscles are so big you know i might run up five six flights of stairs and i'm like gassed when i get to the right. top like because <sighs> you really took, breathing you hard. took 240 pounds up the stairs. Right, whereas yeah. Yeah, I weigh 240 pounds. And yeah. I, you know, um, Kipchoge I'll... weighs 120, so he can kick sure. your butt in a marathon. Yeah, right. Right, right. he can run up six flights of stairs, and it's just like, yeah. you know, nothing happened. I see. Okay. Right. So but, you it, know, it appears his that legs, you have poor yeah. cardio. Right. But if you did like a weight-neutral uh, uh, event, like uh, Sean Baker setting the world record in rowing, with a large amount of mass, uh -huh. but he's not carrying it along. Right. Even the Tour de France, uh, the guys who are sprinting are way bigger than the guys who climb the mountains because they right. just put out more power. Their cardio is phenomenal. Yeah. It's just no, there's no penalty due to the weight bearing For or the, being the muscle size. Right. Yeah. You get right. that, people? That's a good, I, I like that comeback. Yeah. You, see, you see a guy lugging down the street, a bodybuilder, well, and you're like, wow, how pathetic, but he's running with 240 pounds and you're running with 127. Right. Yeah. 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 So the cardio yeah. is very healthy. You don't have that risk of scarring and inflammation from overdoing it like the endurance world is no. highly concerned about. No. And then yeah. you have the you have the strength. When I when I do my workout, like I actually try not to do it on video all that often because I'm like gasping for air when I'm right. done with it. When I really yeah. when I really do it. Yeah. I mean I can you know, fake it like yeah. like a lot of people do in in you know like lifting videos and uh -huh. uh, uh, I was talking to Leo Costa this morning, uh, the the bodybuilder the guy who wrote Serious Growth. Uh, I was on his podcast and he was talking about how 
I, I made some comment about like the CrossFit weights, you know, the plastic weights that all look like they weigh 45 pounds. Yeah, right. But they're really like five pounds 15, or 10 yeah, pounds or yeah. 15 or whatever. Uh, they, they all look the same, right? Yeah. And so you see somebody who doesn't look athletic at all, and then they look like they're, yeah, doing reps with three hundred pounds, and you find out it's really like eighty pounds. Uh, so apparently, uh, they'd have these like strength shows where they'd have like a hundred forty-five pound dumbbell, and they'd invite these. Uh, Bodybuilders, you know, from this is like back in like the probably the eighties. He didn't tell me when, but I know I know when he was a competitive athlete. Um, they were made out of plastic. <laughs> they were all fake. So like like the stage hand would carry it away. Yeah. Yeah. Who was yeah. like a guy who never worked out. Yeah. Yeah, just some little guy. Yeah. Just yeah. for entertainment. Right. But nobody saw it. Right. So they would do these shows of strength. And and my, you know, my point is working out when you have uh you know when you're it's just not pretty is my point yeah. like i'm so out of breath and so just devastated at the end of a set like yeah yeah like some people i don't want to see that because they'll be like wow i don't want to do that well yeah you won't do that because you won't get as winded as yeah. i am because you don't have 240 pounds of muscle blood is pumping too yeah yeah but then that's why explain that just not show it but the nature of the workout i gotta say it was it was hard for me to conceive that a system like this could deliver the results of much more prolonged and seemingly you know complex workouts <coughs> right but the way this resistance concept works with with the x3 bar mm. um you, you told me i was going to be fried after one set yeah. And you, you can't really fully experience it until the next day. Yeah. I think I wrote you, I, I went for a swim. I did, the, I did the bench press, did the right. tricep thing. And then I went for a swim and like I always, almost couldn't make it across the lake because the, the sense of fatigue in my muscles was like nothing you ever experienced. Yeah, it takes 36 hours bars. to oh. really recover from a weight workout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and grow. Uh -huh. Have growth be complete. Yeah. Uh, so why yeah. is the... the, uh, the maneuvering the the resistance straps giving you a more complete or more challenging workout in a short time so the than way hoisting the heavy bars. right the way the product is designed we use heavier we had to produce heavier latex bands than ever had existed so <laughs> really thick uh the heaviest one that we have the elite band military grade <laughs> that that one will deliver like 600 pounds in the deadlift yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and and because like like Dr. Baker, you know, he's uh, six four, so he stretches it further, so it's over seven hundred pounds for him. Oh, sure, your height is going to be a factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm six foot, so yeah. it's uh, six fifteen for me in the deadlift. <laughs> but uh, that delivering force where your body is designed to handle incredible forces and then discharging that force where your body is less able mm -hmm. and it was all based on my research that i did in london for the me medical device i created uh 13 years ago hey man how's your sexual function 
Oh, uncomfortable talking about it? Look, we talk about our injured knees, our belly fat, so it's time to get focused on function. I want to tell you about Gainswave. This is a cutting-edge protocol where a handheld device sends low-intensity shock waves into your penile blood vessels to stimulate a healing response and promote increased blood circulation and the growth of new blood vessels. A skilled practitioner puts the Gainswave magic wand onto your magic wand, and after a series of 6 to 12 very brief treatments, which are painless but extremely effective, you get real results. Gainswave reports an 80% success rate. Now, we know that popping pills is a popular penile protocol, but when you're working with clogged pipes, you just get a temporary band-aid effect when you take prescription drugs. Gainswave addresses the cause of age-related decline by stimulating growth factors and activating dormant stem cells. Translation, stronger, harder, more sustainable erections. I learned about Gainswave from my podcast guest, Dr. Judson Brandeis at the Brandeis MD Clinic in Northern California, and there's a robust network of Gainswave providers that you can find on their website near you. Complete a series of treatments, and the beneficial effects will last for a long time, especially if you eat and exercise well to promote overall vascular health. It's a tune-up for your equipment, and while it's great for ED, Gainswave is for any man that wants to combat the effects of aging and get a little boost for your A-game. So please visit Gainswave.com Brad. That's G-A-I-N-S-W-A-V-E dot com slash B-R-A-D to find a practitioner in your area, and you can take advantage of my special promotion, buy six treatments and get one free. You have nothing to lose and lots to gain from gainswave.com slash Brad. So when, when looking at that data, uh, we, we want to exhaust the musculature to the most complete degree. We want the greatest, most powerful stimulus. So <clears throat> what we do is we exhaust first the strongest range of motion with a very high weight. And then... The weight's changing is removing. Mm -hmm. So then we do mid-range repetitions with a weight that might be half or, uh, you know, two-thirds that. And, and that, then, that's what gets you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so devastating. Yeah. And then the last repetition, one or two repetitions, may only be like an inch right. in the weaker range of motion. Right. Where normally you'd be prone to injure if you were holding a regular weight, but... Right. Right, but you can go to a deeper level of fatigue because by the time you're that exhausted, you're not using a very high weight in the weaker range of motion. Right. So, like, the my last couple reps, my first reps in my chest press are 540 pounds, and I'll do 20 of those. That's, and, the, that's the effective tension on the band at maximum tension yeah watch the videos people yeah we're not going to do gesturing here on, on this video but watch mm. the x3 videos but i think the the concept was easily uh, embraced by me because i'm thinking of i can't get five you told me i was bench press uh, chest pressing 230 or something yeah and i'm like uh i can only bench press 125 right with right. a bar because i can't get it the first few inches right so you were describing but if somebody handed it to you at the top at the top and then i'm know, really putting out yeah you can handle inches, it there can but you it. can't handle it at the bottom even if you tried an eccentric contraction yeah lowering it you'd probably tear your pec or your yeah. tricep on yeah. the way down yeah 
because all of a sudden it's a weight you by definition can't handle. So what <laughs> we need is a weight that changes as we move it. Right. And that that's what X3 really is. Yeah. Yeah. And because what people, what, I mean, there's some people that work out so they can, basically so they can talk about it. Uh-huh. You know, these yeah. are these are ego-driven people. So they do like a really crummy form, you know, set. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I squatted. Right. 800 pounds for two reps and you you know you look at the video and you're like no you put 800 pounds on a bar and you like unracked it and suffered for about 10 seconds and then re-racked it and called it two reps and there's people all over the internet like that um <clears throat> and i think you know th those people are just clowns so what do we really want when we exercise we want to change our bodies. Mm -hmm. We want to make the human body a more powerful, more efficient, more disease-free machine, capable of greater outputs. I so right now there's um, I'm helping seven NFL players mm. uh, completely switch away from weights and use X3. Uh, actually, it's more than that now. I think it's you know it's eight, and it's about to be a couple more because the more these guys all talk to each other, yeah. even amongst yeah. teams, because they get traded so often. Uh -huh. So they have friends on other teams, and it's yeah. like, oh, hey, you got to check out this X3. Yeah. So um, I love working with NFL players because they don't care how much they bench press. Right. They care how they play. So actually being stronger, like, like oh, God, I wish I, could, I wish I could, like, request Instagram and Facebook to just not allow stupid comments from stupid commenters who talk about how much they bench press because unless you're a competitor in the sport of the bench press, it doesn't matter. Being stronger matters. Yeah. And that's very poorly measured by what you bench press. Huh. Uh, and mostly because if you become risk averse, like, you know, mm -hmm. you turn like, 25 and start thinking about what you do yeah uh and, and then you know you're like whoa i'm risking injury here so i'm going to train lighter well then you stop growing right that's why people stop growing they start training lighter right uh so there's, there's no getting away from heavy so x3 allows that even heavier than you would normally get weight but it's strategic in where it puts the weight on your body so that you're guaranteed a much greater level of growth so the, the most difficult part for the with the bar is let's say the starting point getting the bar off your chest or getting it off the ground mm -hmm. and that's the easiest part with, with the x3. x3 because you're not pulling the strap yet uh well there's some so tension, on, tension there's a little yeah. tension but like i said in my chest press it's 540 pounds at the top 300 pounds in the middle and 100 huh. pounds at the bottom uh -huh. i'm a really strong guy so 100 pounds uh, for a chest press is, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. So I breeze right through that. Now, in the last couple reps, that 100 pounds becomes very heavy because I fatigued the rest of the musculature. And, you know, I don't know how technical your audience appreciates, but that gives us the benefit of periodization in one set because we're taking the muscle in the stronger range of motion to myofibril fatigue uh -huh. which is growing the density of a cell and through heavy lifting few reps well it's from the fatigue of the cellular structure 
Like, I don't want to oversimplify yeah, it. Because remember, oversimplification is a nice way of saying could be wrong. Wrong. Yeah. So we fatigue in the range of motion where we can handle the most weight. Okay. Now, we're not running out of contractile fuel, we're not running out of oxygen. We're getting the muscle to the point where the structure of the cell starts to say, no, 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 no. We're going to start shutting some cells off and limiting your capacity as you go to fatigue. Yeah. Then you have less cells working or less cells working at 100% efficiency. Mm -hmm. Then you do the mid-range repetitions so that you're exhausting the fuels in the cell, the mm -hmm. ATP, the glycogen, and the creatine phosphate. Mm -hmm. That affects muscular endurance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and when I say muscular endurance, I don't mean like endurance, endurance, like, mm -hmm. like you know. It's you like do. a high rep yeah, workout. Yeah, it is. It, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, well. So you're doing high and yeah, you're doing it's heavy like, at the same Right, it, it's like set. a low rep explosive workout. Yeah. While at the same time, a higher rep blood volume type workout all at yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends on which portion of the set that you're in. So that's what I'm uh, feeling 24 to 36 hours later. Yeah. Is this, uh, I mean, total depletion of the energy fuels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the, uh, what were the two types of cell growth? There's the myo. Myofibril. The myofibril. And sarcoplasmic. And sarcoplasmic is size. Yeah. Uh, so you're getting bigger, and then the myofibril is uh, more density inside. More, yeah. That's so, that's like like a, like a gymnast has incredible myofibril growth, right? Because they have a high power to weight ratio, right? Until you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of lower weight class lifters will will have that, like competitive sure. weightlifters. Yeah, very explosive. They also really work on the neurology of the lift. Hmm. So a lot of drills to basically get get the weight moving with momentum and then jump underneath it uh-huh yeah so much technique like like golfers think there's a lot of technique in a golf swing look at a clean and jerk right like way more yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 you have to be exact you know you screw up your golf swing you slice into the woods you screw up your clean and jerk and right and you have a you know maybe a life-changing injury so right yeah it's that's a serious you, you don't don't get into that sport if you uh if you're not willing to accept that there is potential injury everywhere well even lifting the heavy bar at, in a moderate level for someone my age i come around and get sore so frequently that it's really disappointing because this impacts my main goals of doing sports specific training high jump sprinting yeah. whatever and uh I know how important it is to put my body under heavy resistance load, but to have something that's gonna have that massively reduced risk of any kind of injury or muscle soreness, right. I think that's where the uh, huge attractiveness is, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, so why, why is this gonna have less risk of that muscle soreness, muscle damage than doing sets with heavy bars? So, oh, this is another thing that, really really irritates people who have been lifting weights for years uh the the idea of muscle damage now an endurance athlete gives him or herself more muscle damage than a weightlifter so why don't they grow big muscles in fact they're pretty much losing muscle most of the time mm -hmm. instead of gaining it uh <clears throat> damage is inversely related to growth Whew. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the idea so that you go in. Sore, soreness is not good? Uh, soreness is not good or bad because soreness uh, is our perception uh -huh. of what's going on as opposed to what actually is going on. Uh, here's, here's something funny. You can't feel lactic acid. So when people are like, oh, I'm sore because of all the lactic acid. No, no, you're sore because of damage. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, lactic acid is, is not, you know, acid like, you know, in like an espionage film where somebody gets acid thrown in their face and then they look like a monster after that. Uh, it's not like that. Um, so damage needs to be attenuated by protein synthesis. This is where people made the mistake of assuming because protein synthesis is happening, you're growing. You're not growing. You're just repairing the damage. Mm -hmm. And only when the damage is repaired, you can grow. But you can only go through so much protein synthesis in a given period of time. Mm -hmm. If you can fatigue the muscle without damaging the muscle, then all of the protein synthesis is appropriated for growth. Huh. And there's multiple studies on this. Been out for a long time. And yet the fitness industry has no clue. None. Uh, in fact, I've never heard anybody say it. Huh. Yeah. I, I think there might have been a testosterone nation article that referenced it, but kind of explained it maybe incorrectly. Uh, but then every once in a while, they also have some of the researchers do articles to explain what the article means. This is one of the problems with uh, academic research is it's not, I, I'll give it to people for, you know, they don't want to read it because it's hard to read. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes if you're not conditioned to read that and you don't know anything about statistics, it'll take you a week to understand yeah. a study, like one. Yeah. You know, whereas I, I might read, 50 studies in a day wow but that's what i do yeah so like it, it becomes faster uh like I, I you know i know the difference between a spearman row statistical test and uh analysis of variance but a lot of people just see those acronyms and they google it and then there's like five pages of statistics lessons to understand what a spearman row test is and how it works and why you would choose it and they're like, oh, the hell with this. I'm not doing this. I'm yeah. not reading this. So I get it. But, you know, every once in a while. But ultimately, the industry just fails to pick up on these things. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when I've been to the, the annual Congress of the American College of Sports Medicine a number of times, and I've talked to some of the leadership, and their number one pain point of the American College of Sports Medicine is their it's so difficult for them to get the fitness industry to pay attention to what's being published in their journals. Like they're the ones that, you know, the ACSM has a couple of different journals and they're all fantastic. Then there's uh, the journal of applied physiology, which is not an ACSM journal, uh, but it's the top, like the best. And then there's the uh, European journal of applied Physio yeah, applied physiology. There's a couple European sports, uh, sports science journals. They they all have the same problem. It's that the people who are leading 
the general population in exercise science don't read anything. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. Mm-hmm. And Or they might read articles written by bodybuilders, which are at, potentially not even written by the actual bodybuilder. They just borrow his name. Or they're succeeding in spite of themselves, which I see a lot in endurance scene. Oh, yeah. Where the, the championship collegiate running program is destroying young people year after year. But it but, doesn't care because they yeah. graduate. Right, it's, right. Or, or four of them survive. Right, right. And 17 of them do mediocre and, and 12 of them get injured, but they don't care because the four are, are winning the races. And yeah. it's, you know, ignoring a lot of, a lot of science and going by you know, the, 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 the model of the elite athletes, which may be highly flawed even today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got nine NFL players, but you don't have 309. But if you did, there may be less guys on the sidelines or having joint problems from messing around. Remember oh, Stephon, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, they all make the same comment. <clears throat> uh, the, the ones that are sticking with it 100%, like, my joints have never felt better. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually stronger than, when, you know, like when I entered the league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I do need to get a lot a lot more of those guys, and and I need now now I will say that strength coaches are much better about like reading research and understanding what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're they don't they they read the scientific journals. Like strength coaches are typically people with. Uh, Masters or PhDs mm-hmm. in sports science, uh, different well, yeah. than what I studied, but uh, they they do want to really get a better understanding because mm-hmm. it's their job, and they want an edge on the other strength coaches. A lot of them are athletic too. I notice yeah. themselves, yeah. which lends some credibility. And right. if you're roaming around an NFL locker room, you probably don't want to be. Uh, overweight a nerd with glasses and yeah, no yeah. no physique right they're they're putting things to the test themselves yeah yep. so a 10 minute workout i know we got to get you rolling to oh, your yeah. next point in your busy day but sure. um that's got to have a ton i, of, I got 10 more minutes a ton of hormonal benefits so we're gonna have 10 more minutes of uh, a little simulator x3 oh, yeah. x3 workout this is how short the workout is people from that's here right. to the end of the show oh my goodness but the big deal in endurance was the destruction of uh, immune function and hormonal function right. due to the prolonged nature of the training. Right. And we just couldn't, we couldn't escape it. Right. And so now it seems like there's a, a viable opportunity. For example, the CrossFit enthusiast who's discovering uh, hormone and immune suppression because the workouts are too prolonged and too stressful. Right. Well, there's, uh, there's some really large studies when we look at the metrics of people who exercise for you know what what's called in academic journals recreation meaning we choose to right i don't really call my, paid I, guess. I don't really call my my workout recreation like like i'm not it's not like you know sipping a scotch uh on the right. beach yeah um it's hard work but yeah. yeah i do choose to do it nobody forces me to uh and i like it but uh people who have like manual labor jobs mm-hmm. or have to physically exert themselves all day long, their bodies are destroyed because they're more like endurance Repetitive athletes. stress and things. Yeah, it's yeah. just all day like beating on your body. Like yeah. we are not meant to exert ourselves 
in the warehouse, of, right? Any type boxes. of intensity for for very long, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, n- you know, nobody has other than endurance athletes. Nobody has like a four hour workout. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> endurance yeah. athletes do. Sure, but uh, yeah, so it, it's it it's really symbolic of how we exert ourselves, but it shouldn't be for like a, an extended period of time. I think. You know, like X3 happens to be very efficient. There was, I didn't go for like, you know, like I got to design a workout that's 10 minutes. It just happened to be, you can stimulate half the body. We split the body in two, you know, two different ways. So there's you half the body one day, half the body the next day, because you, you want to wait for at least 36 hours mm-hmm. for those to recover. Now you also could, in theory, do a full body workout, mm-hmm. uh, which would, be just i'd be I, I would be in really rough shape if i did that oh that'd be devastating and it would take me a lot longer than 10 you know it, or even 20 minutes uh it would probably take me an hour because i'd just be gasping for air between right. sets yeah but you could in theory take both workouts and and put them together um i talked to someone uh probably the best group exercise group I've ever seen. Uh, it's a group called Health House, hmm. and they're based in Los Angeles. Um, and they were pointing out that uh, people can work out with great intensity for 10 minutes. And then they start to really just, and even like the endurance guys, yeah. they like it immediately, like at the 10 minute mark. And I don't know, like the, I think their comment was people lose their motivation. Yeah. It's like, no, they lose their glycogen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's probably psychological and mechanical. They go hand in hand. Sure. Like, well, you know, your yeah. body's just like, oh no. We're not going yeah. any further. Uh, Dr. Tim Noakes, central governor theory, yeah, sure. is stating that there is some glycogen left in the muscle. It's it's not a glycogen depletion. Totally, it's yes. Just your brain oh yeah, saying, Tim Noakes is Hey man, man you're yeah. you, you're down to the bottom of the barrel, and I'm not going to let you go any yeah. further because I don't want you collapsing on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And I could feel that uh, that central nervous system fatigue. So many reference points where you've you've gone and you're like. F this, what am I doing in here? I'm, I'm yeah. you know, all of a sudden I've gone from super positive energy and motivation. Right. And now it's like, you're, you're done. You're done when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's in the middle of a race, unfortunately. Right. But yeah. when that point hits, I think in training, you should stay, steer far clear of that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so. that's, here's the fitness industry telling you, no, do one more set. Because then you can really high five everyone around you on the other bikes and right. you know, push beyond. Right. And that's really destructive, especially to a, a, a recreational fitness enthusiast who, right. who wants to yeah, go have then, fun. Have you ever, I, I mean, I don't know if this happens to endurance athletes, but like when I first started lifting, I was in a learning mode back then, but not like I have been in the last 10 years. Uh, so I wasn't a scientist. I was in high school. So, right, I was doing what everybody else is doing. And uh, yeah, you got it. So I was, uh, yeah, the camera's on a horse. Um, the I was just doing the same 
nonsense crap everybody else was doing you know like five sets of five or five sets of ten or whatever and uh i got to the point where i remember last couple sets of the workout my my workout was like an hour i remember my ears starting to ring Uh just just ringing yeah and i thought like what what like I, i felt awful yeah. And my ears are ringing. I thought, I was like, what is going on here? And I don't know if that was a sign of overtraining, but it certainly was my body's way of going, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, I, I think that there are little signs to tell you you're, you're overtraining. Um, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. Especially before the workout starts. I always knew when I was going yeah my my head would knock around it wouldn't feel right yeah you know you just feel blah yeah 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 yeah. there's um well the san francisco marathon i've had some friends run that and i uh usually wait holding a cup of coffee because i slept in you know right right just to see them as they cross the finish line and sometimes like the gibberish that comes out of their mouth Ah. like they can't function yeah you know, like their their head's not there. Yeah. And whereas I know when I do a workout with X3, I'm I have laser focus. Like I can go from my X3 workout right into a meeting. I might be sure. a little bit out of breath. Yeah. But I have no cognitive performance issues yeah. at all. So yeah. I guess you're getting a uh, optimal fight or flight spike of hormones during the workout. It's over with in ten minutes. And you're returning to homeostasis and getting all these adaptive benefits rather than having those stress hormones become catabolic and destructive even to brain function. I know there's a direct association. Yeah, that. I, I wouldn't say there's a lot of stress hormone. Uh, also, it's not long enough to yeah, really get like, you in that. Well, I mean, cortisol and adrenaline are are seen when you have those overtraining issues uh-huh. like you know an hour-long workout yeah but, you know for a 10 50 or 15 minute workout not really okay no i yeah. i mean i haven't tested this with x3 specifically but i do know that people who do like a, a 10 minute workout uh even with high intensity like they're doing just 10 minutes all out and then they're done yeah. uh no you're sneaking in under the radar yeah yeah Yeah, you don't you don't don't have that stress response and this is why interval training like again like people aren't explaining the science either at all or not even close to correctly but it's not a steady state heart rate thing yeah so it doesn't have the same cortisol upregulation and suppression of growth hormone mm. that uh regular endurance training does yeah so like i i think you know for people who don't want to do strength training and you know just want to be lean and not muscular yeah uh, intervals they're cool okay yeah as long as you don't go for an hour and 20 minute interval yeah. workout no 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 you, you do you know a couple like two minute bursts yeah and then catch your breath in between yeah yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, that's right funny. on. Yeah, I would. Uh, if all I wanted to do was just drop body fat and didn't care about musculature in any way, 
that would be a way to go. Now, of course, there's high injury risk there. Mm. So, yeah, actually, I take that back. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I'd just do X3 because, <laughs> yeah, the injury risk the injury is just risk. so low. Yeah. 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 Love it. Dr. John Jakewish, man, we hey. hit it hard. Yeah, fascinating insights. Thank These guys, you so much. You're out there on the cutting edge. I think we're compelled to listen, even if it's going against our rigid, fixed beliefs. I, I, my whole life, I've been going against the grain. Yeah, man. Because like, 13 that. years ago, I developed the bone density medical yeah. device, osteo. You know, yeah. founded uh, the osteostrong clinics, yeah. and uh, I was telling the whole pharmaceutical industry in in bone density that they were wrong. And while, you know, while nobody ever like wrote me a letter and said, thank you for straightening us out. Right. These people are brilliant. They're the top yeah. minds in their field. And they've done incredible things with the biochemistry or the pharmaceuticals, even the ones that have a lot of side effects. They do the job. Mm -hmm. And there's applications for even some of the higher risk drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody's in their like late 90s. You know, can they take the one that has some cancer questions? Yeah, probably, because time is probably going to get them before yeah. cancer does. Yeah, seriously, that's yeah. exactly the logic when it when it comes to some of these uh, prescriptions. Like, you know, you would never give teriparatide to a young person, mm -hmm. but teriparatide to a very elderly, very frail, uh, like six. A neg negative six T-score person. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds like a candidate for teriparatide, uh -huh. at least as far as what I've read uh, and, and what I've learned at some of the conferences that, yeah. I've, that I've been at. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, they have their place. But I was, I was so against the grain. I was like probably the only guy to show up that was a speaker, you know, under like 50. <laughs> You know, when I was like yeah. in in my thirties, yeah, presenting this stuff, yeah. and they just kind of looked at me like, "Yeah, what the, what the hell is this guy doing here?" Like talking about exercise, like, oh, like that doesn't do anything. And uh, well, in a way, they're right because um, you know, they determined that four point two multiples body weight is the minimum dosage to affect your hip joint oh. of force. Wow, four point two multiples your body weight. You're not getting that. You're not even getting that with weights, right? That's you you got to do it's it's impact or you jump off the ground. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you got to jump off like a table again. Right. That. Yeah. Uh, so actually, you need to jump off something that's higher than fifteen and a half inches. Uh huh. Yeah, I did the uh -huh. math. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, you can now you can say it to a kid, and they're like, "Oh, I'll jump off that." Yeah. But say that to somebody with osteoporosis, they will never do that. Right. That would be irresponsible completely. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so, you know, that's that's where the osteostrong devices came from because it's giving the benefit of high impact without the risks of high impact. And it was so against the grain. In fact, my PhD advisor told me uh, if you had developed this after finishing your PhD, because I developed it first and then I went and oh. did my PhD. If you said, if you... If you went and did your PhD and then tried to develop this, you would talk yourself out of it. Huh. You'd have never launched this product because it's so different from the way the industry thinks. Now, I don't know if that's true because I know my my father's developments were totally unconventional. Huh. Um, you know, he designed and built a lunar rover. 
Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, 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 him and seven other guys. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, he was a NASA engineer, and then he worked for a number of different uh, engineering contractors that were developing really new cutting-edge stuff. So he always had a an approach of, like, don't, you know, I think I think what he would say to me is, don't think people are going down the right path. Look at the problem uh-huh. and think of anything else that might address that problem than the way people are going. Wow. Yeah. Great. Because there might be there might be a better answer there. That's right. Yeah. 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 Right on, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Thanks everybody for watching, listening. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it. It's time to be all that you can be in 23, starting with a cold plunge to get a natural boost in energy. Focus, discipline, and resilience. The plunge can provide you with all that brilliance. This is the ultimate home cold water therapy experience. A sleek, slick, custom-designed unit that gives you ready access to a cold bath of clean, filtered, circulating water that you can set to your desired temperature. Don't fool around lugging bags of ice from the supermarket for once-in-a-while action. Get the plunge so you will actually stick with your protocol and enjoy it. Visit thecoldplunge.com to learn all about this sensational product and the benefits of therapeutic cold water exposure. They'll deliver a plunge to your home for free, and then you have easy, simple setup, regular plug-in, and you're off and running. I set mine to 39. I don't spend a lot of time, but the experience is prime, and I'm focused and energized for a fantastic day and more resilient against all other forms of stress in life. Take the plunge, people, and also check out their new Rebounder Mini Trampoline to pair with plunging and optimize lymphatic function. It's all at thecoldplunge.com, and you can't lose with their generous 30-day money-back guarantee and special discount for BRAD podcast listeners using the code BRAD, thecoldplunge.com.